The following podcast is a She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com production. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg, and I'm the creator and founder of She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com, your self care and wellness resource with a twist. My intention is to share valuable information, tips, and tricks to help you live a fulfilling life. I want you to come here looking for inspiration and leave with the tools you need to take on whatever it is you are going after in life. Today we are talking about how comparison is the number one thief of happiness, but how to use comparison as our fuel to actually find happiness. Let's dive into the uncomfortable and start making major changes together. I also just want to mention in advance that there is some construction going on uh, where we live. So if you hear a little bit of drilling in the background, that's all it is. But anyways, I hope you enjoy this podcast and let's get started. So today we are talking about my number one key to happiness, and I kind of want to start with a little story. When I was growing up, let's say elementary school, middle school, and high school, um, I was severely bullied. I would wake up each morning with so much anxiety and basically was that kid that was always sick or in the nurse's office. And I'm not even kidding when I tell you that my mom would actually get the nurse holiday gifts in addition to the teachers. And as much as I laugh and joke around about it now, it really wasn't funny or a joke at all at the time. I was laughed at in school, so I was afraid to participate. I was called fat, ugly, and gross. I had pens and food thrown at me. When I would get called on in class, uh, people would whisper to each other and then make comments to me. Someone once came up to me and told me that I grossed them out and they didn't like my nose, my teeth, or my face. How specific. (laughs) And then talk about mean girls. I was always uninvited or left out. So at an early age, I basically experienced a ton of rejection, self-doubt, lack of confidence, and lack of belief in myself. I really, really struggled in school, not only to show up, but to actually do well. I suffered from an eating disorder, and I even had to switch schools in high school my sophomore year. I would come home crying almost every single day, depressed, miserable, just hating life. Um, But something that I always used to try to figure out is why me? Why was I the one that was picked on? But as I got older, let's say high school, I began to fire back, you could say. I spoke up um, because I didn't want that why me mentality. Um, But that only made things worse. Um, And what I find interesting today, looking back at the 25-year-old Sydney now looking back on, you know, younger Sydney being bullied, is that I actually never really had that victim mentality because of what I just mentioned before. Um, yes, I was bullied, but during that time, I had these dreams. When I was in class, I I never paid attention. If anyone in school is listening to this, pay attention in school. Um, I was just daydreaming. I was thinking about the future. I was thinking about what I wanted. I was thinking about moving to Florida one day. Little fifth grade Sydney was thinking about moving to Miami. I was thinking about helping others and and writing a book and all these weird things that I've mentioned in other posts that I've, it's kind of a pattern that I've noticed. So it's kind of weird. So here's this kid who was bullied, constantly put down yet dreaming. So let's fast forward to today. I definitely have my fair share of anger. I have kind of a bad temper. I tend to lack self-confidence. And although I take risks, I'm constantly terrified of what others think. I'm very quick to blame myself for anything that goes wrong and I'm afraid of loss. I am, um, it's also as, as if I never really faced these issues as a kid and they're still with me today. 
So I want to talk about now my number one key to happiness, what I've learned, what I've discovered along the way. Again, this podcast is all about lessons that I've learned along the way, things that work for me, my mindset. It's not just me preaching to you. These are things that I've genuinely discovered and that genuinely help me. So there are a couple of reasons why people aren't happy. Comparison and the past. It's simple. So comparison. Comparison and happiness cannot coexist they just can't you know we're constantly comparing our lives to others especially now with social media we care more about what other people are doing than focusing on our own goals which is so sad it's like if we aren't where others are at it isn't good enough right and i don't know if you know that feeling well that mentality is really going to lead you down an unhappy road i've been there i mean if you heard my story, we compare our financial success, our relationship success, our social media success, our lifestyle success to others. It's not the success of people you know or see that makes you unhappy. It's the fact that you are comparing what you are doing to them because you might not be doing what they are doing. You feel unhappy, okay? It's not the fact that they're on a private jet. It's not the fact that they're on a yacht. It's not the fact that they just got a promotion. It's not the fact that they're in sick shape. It's the fact that you're comparing your personal situation to the success that they are having. It's unhealthy and it only leaves us to feel pretty bad. And the truth is that at the end of the day, we have to live life for ourselves because we have to live with ourselves. Comparing ourselves will not only waste time, but push us further away from our goals because we're focusing our energy on the wrong thing. Got it? So now what if you were unhappy because someone in your family passed away? Let's get extreme. What if you're unhappy because you just got dumped? What if you're unhappy because someone in your family is sick and you're extremely worried? You might think like, come on, Sydney, that's not a comparison. Well, yeah, it is actually. There's another happiness crusher and I call that the past. So let's talk about the past. Let's go back to my example about death or sickness. It's horrible. Trust me. I've lost three people in the last year. I get it. But in order to move forward and find happiness, I have to stop comparing what my past was like and accept my reality as it is now. Wishing that they were here, wishing that someone wasn't sick, that's a comparison. And of course, you're entitled, you know, you want to feel like they are here. You want to feel, you know, that you want to wish that someone isn't sick. And that's totally normal. And I'm not telling you not to do that. I'm just, I'm trying to explain, you know, how to find happiness within that. And I say all the time, if I could just have one more day with my my grandfather or one more moment with my dog, Cooper, that's comparison. It's actually stopping me from being happy again. I'm comparing my life before this all went down, before death occurred, before anyone got sick. I'm comparing my life now to when I actually had that moment with them. Does this make sense? So you heard my story just now before about being bullied. These are things that happened in my childhood. Those events that took place still affect me today without even realizing it. The past is, I personally think, a thief of happiness leading me and or anyone down a very unhappy path, right? So your past is not your present and your past is not your future. I think that we really need to realize this and be aware. But we live like it is and sometimes without realizing it. Like I just said, maybe you're comparing your past to your present because you used to be in incredible shape. Uh, You got into a relationship and gained a few pounds. Hi, that's me. Uh, Maybe you're comparing your past to your present because you aren't financially where you used to be. This comparison game is preventing you from being happy. It's unrealistic. Stopping this game is my number one key to happiness. 
I want to teach you a couple of practical steps to stop this comparison trap and start using it to take you to the next level in life. This is how you will find true happiness. So step number one, it's called mindfulness. If you're reading this right now or listening to this right now, because I also have this in a blog post, um, you're probably looking to feel more fulfilled in life. Am I right? Think about that for a second. If you're listening to this right now, you are already on the right path because you want to be aware. Um, that's called being mindful. We need to be aware of what's holding us back. So be mindful of the fact that you are unhappy. And from there, you can then take the steps to improve your life. One thing that I notice is that many of us focus on making external changes when we're unhappy. I've done it before. You know, we say like, if I could only change this one thing, then I'll be happy. Well, that's totally wrong. That's an external factor. And you're doing this because you're comparing your external circumstances to someone else. Like, for example, if I just move, then I'll be happy. If I just listen to podcasts, then I'll be happy. If I just do this, then I'll be happy. Temporarily, yeah, but internally, no. Long-term, no. It just doesn't work that way because you aren't being mindful and aware of your emotions. You're focusing on the situation and not your internal emotions. That's a huge problem. It's like someone saying that when they get this new car, they're going to be so happy. I know we've all heard this one before or experienced it. They're so excited and motivated and stoked to get this new car. Then they get this new car. They're happy for a week. And then what? They're unhappy again. They're they're back to how they were. That's just an external factor, a temporary spark of happiness. Because when you get out of your car and go back and you're still the same person in the same situation, just with a new car. You haven't fixed anything internally. Going back to mindfulness, we need to be aware and accept that the external conditions within our life are not what makes us happy. It's not what brings us joy. We need to realize that we are not the things we own. We are not the car. We are not our title at work. We are not the number of followers, which is so sad to even say that because people even think of that. We are who we are. If you want to be happy, you need to be mindful, aware, and accept yourself as you currently are. And that is when you find true happiness. But comparing yourself to a time when you maybe were in better shape or maybe were in a better place financially um, is damaging to your happiness. Something that really helps me to be mindful is to journal. <coughs> Sorry. To journal. <laughs> I journal three pages every morning and three pages every night. You can write about whatever it is you want. But I what I suggest is to focus on a feeling and just talk about that feeling. You'll notice that new ideas come to your mind. So being mindful and accepting you as you are is not, it's not just self-love. It's not just self-care. It's, it's not just about sitting around and doing nothing about it. I believe that if we are unhappy, it's the internal factors that are causing this you know, comparison. So this is something you need to work on. Success and happiness are not the same at all. So just because you buy that new car and you feel like that's a success, that doesn't equal happiness. And I want you to understand that. Until you work on the interior, accept and love yourself for who you are now, you will always be changing out that car for a new one or looking for a new one. You're focusing on the external conditions because you're comparing your life to someone else's or your past. Now you are aware of the self-harm you're engaging with, right? Let's talk about step number two, which is using comparison as your fuel. So you now know that my number one key to happiness is to get rid of comparison. Um, get yourself out of that game, out of that mindset. We have a solution now that we are aware of what we are doing, right? So the solution is that we now know that there is an area in our life that we have to change, right? 
So sorry guys, I'm getting distracted by this drilling in the background, so I apologize. But let's get back into this. So this is how we use comparison to our advantage. So to know that there is an area in our life that we have to change, and then let's talk about comparison. I am always aware and mindful of when I'm unhappy. I focus on the emotion, and that's how I know that there's an area that I must change. When I need to make a change, I actually use comparison to gain leverage. And a lot of people are trying to avoid pain, but I just dive right in. And that's how I work through these mind games of comparison and use it to find internal happiness. So let me explain. So this all makes sense, everyone. <laughs> I'm not in the best shape physically that I want to be in. So I'm aware of how it makes me feel. It sucks. I'm flooding myself with discomfort, unhappiness, disgusted feelings. I'll literally look in the mirror and be like, Oh my God, why did I eat, you know, the, that ice cream? Why do I keep doing this to myself? I'm feeling bad because I'm comparing myself to how I previously looked a few years ago. But this is how you use comparison to find internal happiness. I use the feeling and the vision of what I want as my fuel. I focus my energy on what I want. I stop comparing myself to what I no longer have. And I use that comparison to give me that drive. Okay, so I use those bad feelings to make better choices, to make choices that get me closer to what I want, to eat cleaner, for example, if we're talking about fitness. I use that comparison to help me work on myself internally and push myself to get there. That's leverage, and I use that leverage to get me to do things. So it's all about perspective again. I'll even look at old photos of myself of when I was in better shape to push me because I'll look at them and be like, oh my God, what have I done? I feel so bad. It's like a wake up call, you know, instead of comparing myself and focusing on the bad feelings, I accept them and shift my energy. And I shift my energy and use that comparison to become a better version of myself. I use the pain and, you know, I want to get in better shape. I want my business to grow. I use the pain of feeling uncomfortable to get out of it. So think about that for a few minutes and take notes on this if you want to. So I know that I hate the pain and the only way to find internal happiness is to accept it and use it to grow. So focusing on that pain pushes me to make a change. When I want to change, I leverage comparison to push me. So what I want you to take away from this is to be mindful of comparison and remove that comparison to find happiness or use it to fuel change. When you remove comparison from your life, you're going to begin to feel happier and more fulfilled. We're constantly comparing our lives to others, achievements, financial success, relationships. It's literally taking away our happiness because comparison and unhappiness do coexist together. You, I'll say it again. Comparison and unhappiness do coexist together. You cannot be happy if you're constantly comparing yourself. Comparing yourself steals your joy. There might be a day, like for example, where I have meetings for work and I get dressed and I do my hair and I feel amazing, my makeup looks good, but when I get outside, I see someone who's dressed better or someone who's thinner than me. I, I live in Miami, everyone's in really good shape. Um, and then I begin to doubt myself and I start to feel really bad and less confident and that's literally because I'm comparing myself to someone else. But before I saw that other woman, I felt great, you know? It's comparison. So if you want to create more happiness in your life, remove comparison unless you are working on making a change in your life. This is the path to self-improvement and my number one key to happiness. I hope you found this episode very valuable. I hope you took notes. You can always listen to this again. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.